0: Welcome to So Far So Rare. I'm joined by Nanak. Um, Nanak, you reached out to me at the perfect time. I guess yeah, dropped out. Yeah, apparently so. You reached out yep. and you're here. You're here to talk yeah, about So Rare. In the big yeah. chair,
1: in the big yeah. <laughs> chair.
0: No, I'm excited. So before people might know who you are, I think quite often, I haven't had a new guest on in quite some time because I kind of get into the, the rhythm of, I know who has decent mics and cameras and I know people who will show up and whatever else. So obviously, I kind of yeah. go through like a cycle of about 20 people, but... You're the first newbie we've had in a while. Do you want to let people know just a little bit about how you get into so rare or what you do? Yeah, I can give you a bit of back history, sure. Uh, so basically, um,
1: I don't know how I came across Sora, I can't remember, to be honest. It was a couple of years ago. Um, they had just been back with the Casual League and etc. and kind of learning the ropes of it. Came across your channel on how to play the game and understand it a bit more. Didn't completely trust it because of... You never know what the you know this company is. kind of out of the blue sort of situation. I knew they had a few of the major leagues and licenses. It took away. Then I saw the Premier League. I always heard the Premier League was coming. And then eventually it came. And then came back into it. And then ever since then, just been absolutely hooked on it. I'm already a football fanatic. So there's mm-hmm. any excuse to get into it. So... And then yeah, that's basically how we got here in terms of uh, so rare. And then content I do is a little bit different to so rare, so I won't go down that direction. But that's how we ended up here today, really. I wanted to drop you a message, like I did, saying mm-hmm. about having maybe a newish player's perspective on it and maybe a different opinion from a different angle, as it were. So I think of all the guests today?
0: I've had in probably like two or three years of podcast, and you're the one that looks like me the most. So there's something.
1: I don't say that. I've got a friend who... You're a handsome bastard, you know? He he looks exactly like you, one of my friends. And that's like the the inner joke, if you like. We say, oh, yeah, you look like John. Now that you've said that, that's just flipped to me.
0: We all look like each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: all it is is the beard.
0: That's it. But whatever yeah, I going. put out the the sort of post for questions, I said that it was come from a new player's perspective. Now, you've mentioned there obviously you've seen it a longer time ago, but the Premier League really got you involved. You said, mm. like, you told me just off air beforehand that, like, you went and overpaid for Premier League cards like everyone else.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's a mixture of excitement, having, like, okay, I know this league, I'm going to go in. I've not really paid attention to what a market is or price is. And then of course we had like a bit of that crash that came mm. at the same time a little bit later. But I it was like like always with so rare that you know anyway. It's like uh, the FOMO, no, you just don't want to mm. miss out. Like, I need to get it because this person's buying a car. So I just went in straight away. Bit silly, not doing any research, and then <laughs> the market's calmed down now and it seems to be going back up again, which is nice to see. And obviously the season coming to the end, the prices are gonna drop off a little bit, but yeah. Yeah, the Premier League was the main factor for me personally because I know that league more, and it's a worldwide known league as everybody follows it. I'll probably say it's the most viewed league around the world mm. as well, for sure. So for me, that was like the the concrete I needed to be certain that I, this is what I was going to take in terms yeah. of an investment in it and really putting my time into it as well. So yeah.
0: I think the Premier League kind of just completed it to an extent. I mean, there's obviously Definitely. so much work they still need to do and so much work they are doing. But, I mean, in terms of like For a sure. product, it cements it. Now, I think an interesting conversation now is that if Messi leaves PSG and heads off to Saudi Arabia, do we need I've you know, that, yeah. Messi and Ronaldo? I've that. If they're not going to be licensed, it kind of throws... The complete game conversation up in the air a bit because if you don't have the two best, arguably the two best players that still play, not not that they're the best on current, I know he probably is, but Ronaldo's maybe lost a wee bit. But in terms of two of the greatest ever players to play the game, and you don't have either of them licensed, do you go chasing other licenses? But that conversations for another day, I think. Um, Yeah, I'm excited to see like where we end up going here because I feel like every week it generally we talk through a few announcements and it's been relatively repetitive. But I feel like it's been a long time. Since I've talked about a couple of these things, like just kind of getting into the weeds and getting stuck in. So I asked you for three talking points because, again, there hasn't been a much, hasn't been too much that's happened this week outside, again, the list in play and maybe the effect on the market that's had. Um, yeah, yeah. I can't say I've watched it too closely, but floors were definitely rising because everyone didn't have their cards listed. We've seen a few that's horror right. stories of people clicking past the buttons, clicking past the warnings, having cards but well, there's almost
1: they're... like a there's like a new element of strategy into this now. So say if you're on a podium and I'm just behind you, I've seen this little strategy now. If I offer you a huge, crazy
0: amount of money for one of your mm. cards
1: and it takes your lineup out, like that's an interesting
0: new element yeah. that I, would I wonder never was that assume. done last week? Like, I wonder was it done? Uh,
1: sh- surely someone took the money. Someone like, definitely traded, it, I think.
0: Sh- yeah, oh, I got
1: someone did it to me. So and I was I was in like a, not really high up, like probably where was I? top two 300 in the cap 240 and someone tried to just take me out for some reason do you think like, they were oh, trying
0: right. to take you out or do you think they were
1: i just... didn't have my cars listed so there's no way unless they went through and saw where i was and yeah. decided to go through that way like i might, I might you know it could be <sighs> paranoia. It could be paranoia. Who knows?
0: i always okay. find it really creepy like obviously because i make so rare content a lot of people just hit me with like annoying offers looking things for free and all yeah. those. so i have to yeah. sift through a lot of shite But there are occasional ones that are like, oh, that's a semi fair offer for a completely random card that's not that scarce. So, like, if it's a super rare, I understand there mightn't be many on the market and they want one, so they come to you. You see, whenever it's like a limited and they come and offer you like a fair offer for one that's worth like 50 quid, I'm like, how did you come and find mine? All of them when I didn't have it listed. But anyway, you came at me with three talking points. I'm just going to throw them at you and we're going to go off on one. Yeah. And then, as people know, I'll give a wee story of the week. We're going to do pump permission. You're going to pump some players. Um, you're going to give us a feature out of the game. A couple of questions from listeners. We're going to play the Cap Cup. And we're going to wrap up. But first, I want to give a shout out to sora Data. sora Data bring this podcast to you, and I use them every day. That sounds like so corporatey. Like I use, use them it every as well. day. I use yeah. it as well. But we all actually do yeah, use you it.
1: To. You have to. It's- but
0: I know. But I just think it sounds so like you know like <laughs> imagine I like imagine you know, like um. I don't know, Holly Willoughby or someone, or like James Corden, in like 20 years, they've fallen off a bit. I could just see them going like, sign up to such and such. I use it every day. <laughs> it's like such a corporate bullshit line, but I, I actually fucking use it every day, okay? Yeah,
1: the problem the problem you have is you have to say this every week. So I know, it like and it strip, gets a bit yeah.
0: repetitive, but I use yeah, it every you day. You
1: need to start thinking
0: of new ways to deliver it. Yeah, are you not winning and en- are you not winning enough yeah, at so go. rare <laughs> do you need that, to win more that's a are YouTube you like
1: video right there. That's a title <laughs> right there.
0: you know what? i just i always want to do this video you know like the better call Saul. have you watched better call Saul? Uh-huh. yeah yeah, you yeah like yeah, that yeah. kind of style of like cheesy adverts where it's like the like pinging on the head and the look and then you look over <laughs> there and then you look over here and then you look under the table and your head's just there all the time going so rare data so rare data but sign you up to so to. rare data
1: Using you the need link to get below. some hotkeys with some sound effects. Yeah, I do. The like the in the queue in for it. Some, <laughs> little, <laughs> some little jingle, or something to get going. Yeah.
0: So yeah, use no, code make sure you'd use John. So red for sure.
1: You gotta use. You gotta use so red. Yeah, you? you have
0: to. Hundred percent. That's a big plug. Geez, I really went off on one there. Right. Yeah. The first thing you wanted me to throw at you was brand awareness. Talk to me.
1: Yes. So. I've noticed since the, they obviously spent a lot of money on the Premier League license, I understand there's a lot of money behind it, the same as when they get Liga and La Liga, Bundesliga. But it seems to me that the Premier League was always the one that they couldn't quite get and everybody's anticipating when it was coming. It came. And with a bad example here, they kind of shot their load too early, in my opinion, with it. Like, I know it, there was, they must have a licensing thing with it where it had to be, as soon as they signed a the deal, the cards had to come out. I just don't uh, when did it come out? It was like two months ago, I think. No, January
0: thirtieth, I think, or
1: January thirty first. Oh, okay, four months ago now. God times flying. Be wild. Like I I get it, it was around the January window, right? So things were coming in and out, you know, everybody's keeping their eyes on transfers because Premier League always goes crazy your money spent. I just feel that they could have maybe done it in the summer this year, this season mm-hmm. coming. Really done a proper press run with it. Because at the moment I find whenever I get so rare advertisement i'm still asking well what is it Mm. it's never like a clear thing and what they're aiming to try and do are they trying to be uh, a fantasy football app or are they trying to push this new game where you can get life experiences from it it seems to be like in my opinion like a bit of a split so whenever i watch any of the advertisement they obviously advertise the premier league yourself was in the advert and how they delivered that was absolutely fantastic really well polished with uh, Fabrizio on it and everybody else getting the proper people in who are either in part of the community or part of football associated but at the end of it you're still asking yourself well, what is it there's not like there doesn't seem to be any sort of clear thing of what it is so whenever I have someone approach me either through dms or through comments on youtube or whoever I meet out at a time I always have to explain what so rare is and i I think you might agree there is not an easy way to explain it in terms of covering everything you can go. Oh yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a fantasy football game, right? You can pick five players. They play, if they perform well, you win either prizes or you get close to winning or you win something else. That seems simple and fantastic. But as soon as you get onto it, it's way more complicated than that. And there's way more research in it. It's not just, it's not like a pick up Mm. and play type thing in my opinion. And I feel the way that they're advertising it at the minute, and what they're trying to do with it are very far away from each other. I love that they're going for this whole you get lifetime experiences through football, right? They seem to be pushing that quite hard all of a sudden. And again, that's away from the Premier League now. It seems to be mm. going back towards Serie A and Liga, which obviously they had the license for before. I don't know behind the scenes how that works. But I can guarantee if you were to go outside a football stadium an hour before the game starts when the crowd's out and you went through... If you can, all the people there, and ask them, do they know what so rare is? They're gonna say no. Hmm. In my opinion, oh, I've heard and- of
0: that. What's that though? I don't know what it is. You're know, like, oh,
1: yeah, like because, and and I understand that they've paid for the licenses for the NFTs, the players, the the player licenses, image of rights and stuff, and they've got like a banner that goes in the background of all the football games. Now it's even in yeah. La Liga. I see it all the time out here. But that doesn't that doesn't tell you enough. It just says so rare. And then you get like the, the new image thing they're using of like Harlan's Common Card, Saka's mm-hmm. Limited or whatever. And that's all it tells you. And I can tell you from a content side of you, people will not click on one thing to go through to another thing. It's so hard to get them to transition over. So I, I, I don't have the answer for what they should do, but I just feel that they're not necessarily throwing the money in the right direction in terms of building brand awareness. I think if you were playing the game and you go, Oh God, they've got Premier League. That's fantastic. They've got all the major leagues. Now they've got all the licenses for most of the players. I know um, this game's not going in the right direction, but if you look at certain numbers, they're obviously not happy with certain things that are happening. Mm. And, I've noticed at the moment, and this is kind of a shot at myself and at you in some ways, and anyone else that does it, they sort of picked up a load of massive content creation groups now, like uh, organizations, I'm not mentioning any names, and they've sort of given them like tickets and experiences to go to games, which is fantastic. Mm. But I feel like if you can't deliver the product properly in terms of making the video look great or delivering what rare is in a certain way, it's kind of like wasted money. So, for example, let's say SoRay gave me a ticket for a game and I had to film it all and get it all done mm. and edited it. If I didn't know how to do it, but I could do it to a certain level, it's like, okay, but it doesn't hold the the engagement or the retention. It doesn't go out anywhere. It just stays in my small community yeah. who could be interested or who couldn't be interested. And I think, I think not like you know pushing your ego up or anything but the video you did with was it your cousin the one the celtic game yeah 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 i don't know that was through so rare i know you mentioned some of the cards that is what i would personally think is the brilliant delivery and reception to how what so rare offers in a sense of what they're trying to Mm. offer but at the end of that video at the same time you're like well i understand who you are i understand the whole point of the video but are so rare. Trying to advertise what so rare do? Or are they trying to advertise that you can have opportunities like this? But yeah. there's no mention of the game in that sense. Not like you should have it on the screen the whole time or anything. I know when, for example, when Jota scored, you got yours. Yeah, the scores up pop the up. And you, got. Stuff. you understand that if you play the game. If it's someone yeah. new, like, oh, what's that? Like, whatever. Like, yeah, why and that, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying you delivered that wrong at all. I think the video is fantastic, and I think you can tell that from the statistics and the numbers it did itself. No, it's pretty, yeah, no. Well delivered and well received video, I and I think that, so yeah. rare should be targeting those type of people more than someone like myself. Like I think I could do a video like yours; it wouldn't be anywhere near as good in terms of production level. And then again, that would fail in terms of how, as you know, where the algorithm works and retention mm. and pushing it out. So I do think they need to twinkle with that a little bit and maybe try yeah. and really I decide think... what they want to go for. Is what I'm trying to say.
0: I th- I think. I personally, I don't believe that they're necessarily messing up the awareness perspective i think because I, I i do agree with you know so rare being on billboards at matches uh, it's awareness it's not conversion it's not explaining mm-hmm. but it, it's it's brand awareness it's like oh i recognize that name i've seen it and when yeah. you see it 10 times you go "What? The, what's that yeah like exactly. yeah. What, what's another example I, I don't even know i'm trying to think it's hard to think of these things off the top of your bap like there's definitely brands out there like, you know, if I do one of those like logo quizzes that I could name 50 logos, but uh-huh, I don't have a uh-huh. fucking clue what like, a visor. I don't, you know, I know they're a pharmaceutical, yeah. but like, yeah. there's definitely That's these exactly. big companies that I've seen, but I'm like, I don't have a clue what you do. Um, but anyway, I think like an awareness perspective and stuff like that. And I think like giving influencers, I think it's one of those where how these things will typically work and even from my perspective is, I get tickets and in return, I make content that promotes so rare. Be that long form, be that short form, but there's an agreement in place. They sent, uh, I was at Arsenal Chelsea earlier in the week and FPL Focal was there. Um, and he created a vlog and put it out in the FPL community. I've been, Emenia was in Naples when I was there, so was was Thogden. They both made content and thanked and put out so rare. Um, I always bump into other content creators when they go to these things. And the whole the whole like payoff is it's about you're basically show like you're, you'll think you'll mention so in the video X amount of times so you'll say it in a certain oh, way. Yeah, but yeah. The hard part is it's like awareness. It's, it's great. And bringing awareness. Cause you, like the name and people are like, Oh, so we're mentioned again, again, again. But in terms of actually explaining the product concisely, it's incredibly hard and converting someone's incredibly hard. I think incredibly and on difficult, top of that, yes. the hardest part is getting someone to deposit and that all comes down to fate wallets. And, yeah i think nicholas was on a podcast in the crypto world today and i think he really, Yeah, I had a little listen earlier i yeah. didn't but i heard that he was banging on about fate wallets again so obviously that's, that's right, a priority yeah. and i think if that comes in this summer and then they do the push for the premier league properly and whatever else i think it could be like it could be proper game change and i think it's the biggest thing that could change the game uh, yeah and i completely I, agree I completely but like, agree. i think it's just a very tough one i think whatever about whatever about content creators because I do understand, like, influencer marketing is probably just the way the world is now. If you open up a cafe in a city, you yep. pay 10 influencers 100 quid each, get them all in, to try your iced lattes and post their little donuts, and you'll be flooded yeah. with teenagers from the city. It's how the world works now in pretty much any line. Influencer marketing is just part of marketing. And I think within SoRare's business, football influencers across the board, big football channels, smaller football channels, crypto channels, crypto people, the The awareness is all there. I think the problem is the conversion rates, in my opinion. But I think that can change. I think giving out these experiences to people like me who make vlogs and stuff makes complete sense. But I think on top of that, it's about the messaging. So Definitely. definitely. They need to deliver. It's hard, right? Okay, so you they give me tickets. I can't go on a video then and say, like, through playing so rare, I won this experience, you can win it too. Fully but agree. I, of but I can you can't say yeah. like thanks so rare for this experience. You can on experiences like this and you can. But it's very hard because like on anyone's video, you know as a YouTuber, you know you've mentioned retention, you've mentioned click through as you mentioned all sorts of stuff. If I in the middle of a video go and talk about the so rare game and almost give a mini tutorial for a minute, uh-huh. the retention yeah, on that video dies, and that means down, yeah. the video doesn't reach one hundred and fifty thousand yeah. people, it reaches 20,000, so you can't sacrifice the video to give a more in-depth tutorial you can only allude to and hope people Great. want to go and check it out themselves it's, it's just a really hard one, but I think um, I think the main thing is that these experiences I've seen a bit of uproar on Twitter this week this is kind of pivoting from the brand awareness kind of topic per se, but yeah i seen a bit of an uproar about someone who won something and wanted tickets, ah, to, a and yeah, tickets to a game and they couldn't get tickets to a game and they booked yeah, a trip yeah. from America. I forget who it was, I forget whatever else. Dan replied to them and said, look, there's been a miscommunication on we'll and we'll transfer sort uh-huh. this out. But I think it's all very well given these experiences to people like me um, because I, I do see that, I do, obviously I do am biased, but I do see how that makes sense from a business perspective because I know how the contract I have with SoRare works in terms of like deliverables. Like they don't just give me them for free. I mean, nah, it, of is, course it is not. free yeah, of course on yeah. paper and they're incredible tickets but yeah. like there's a lot of like deliverables that need made short form content that needs released you know excellent like try, aim to start, sign people up and stuff like that but you need to be able to deliver, to, to deliver that to the fan base and obviously one person ranting on twitter don't know who they are they could be the most credible person in the world they could not i'm not trying to shit on them i'm not trying to big them up sure. i actually just don't know yeah but it's still just not a good look and if People are feeling that way and feel that they come in experiences, but they're not going to get what they want. Overall, I f- it's just not great. I, f- but I, th- I
1: find, I'm uh, sorry to cut you off quickly. No, I find with with the whole um, with this scenario in particular. Again, I don't know the person name. I did see the tweet. I had a little read through the thread. Mm. Um, it was something to do with they booked tickets and then the game got moved because of City going into a cup final or something like that. So yeah, and then they weren't allowed to give the tickets away because of the policy, and then they got told they broke terms. The problem you have again with a brand awareness is the one bad thing out of the hundred good things is always going to be put yeah, right 100%. in front of your face. And if you generally look through in terms of the so rare experiences in general, I don't think I've seen a bad one whenever you've gone or someone else has gone or someone has gone that hasn't done any content on it. They've just been, you yeah. know, they've just gone for the sake. I've not seen, Oh, this was horrible. Like they've got that fantastic. And just to elaborate a little bit more on what I was saying a minute ago about the whole, the way they're delivering it i don't think it's a bad idea i generally think it is that like you were saying about influencers and how it works it is a fantastic idea and it makes sense but like you say they've got to fix that whole conversion thing which i'm sure we'll get to a little bit down the line but they need to decide what one they're going for essentially instead of trying to tick all the boxes for everything nail down one thing and then you will move on on to the next step and then the next step and then the next step so with like the whole, I think that is if I were to have my own business. Let's say I own So Rare and I'm starting off brand new. That's the first place you're going to look because you get one video, it gets two hundred thousand views. Another video from another audience and another country gets another two hundred thousand. You're, in terms of brand awareness, that's exactly what you're trying to do, mm-hmm. right? That's the whole point, and I that I, that makes a hundred percent sense to me. I completely get that. But I just find that it might be too early. It's just too a little bit too early at the moment. If they're trying to push, again, I don't look into the, for example, the Spanish side with the La Liga, the content creators, and that because uh, I'm just not interested. And mm. I can speak Spanish, but I don't watch Spanish content if that makes sense. So I'm really just wrapped around the Premier League mm. world, as it were. So in terms of like um, Syria, it's the same. I don't know anyone that does the Italian side of it blah blah so they're obviously branching out across everything right and they they're not just trying to get their brand awareness up in just the UK it's across the whole thing and how can you do that you put money into it you do these types of videos to boost it up but i do think they need to fix the the transitioning from and the conversion rate from that into the game first i do think that should be number 1 well and then
0: how they but you see i i would i honestly i would probably disagree because what i think yeah. they need to do to kind of counter you is, I think by going to they they have these tickets. It's not like they're going and buying the tickets yes, and giving them to you. Like you could yeah. argue that they have already done that, and the agreements have signed. They've put given uh-huh. value a value proposition over to get those tickets. But I like I know they have x amount of tickets secured for La Liga games, Bundesliga games, Premier League games, x amount of VIP tickets here, there, and everywhere. They have the tickets. I think the issue at so rare, is from. It's, it's a logistical nightmare to issue tickets to all the users who win these things, who mm-hmm. live in different countries. Quite often with tickets like this that are corporate, you'll need a name. You can't just add an ID so they can't be resold. So that is an issue. Yeah. But I think they should be given these. And again, I'm biased. I understand this. People listening might be thinking, John, you're full of shite. But I think they should be <laughs> given as many of these tickets that they have anyway to as many content creators as possible. Yeah. Get them all to go and make content. Get them all to promote you. It's It's not free, but... They're not necessarily paying a fee on top unless they're a super nah, creator sure. yeah and they're because they, I mean if they're giving you a five grand ticket you know that is essentially your payment you'll make banging content with that, hopefully, and what they do then is they look at who's getting views who's not getting views, who's doing good call to actions who's converting who's yeah. actually you know who's actually doing what they want, and if you kind of hold back and think, oh well maybe it won't work, maybe it will work, maybe they'll do it, maybe they won't. Why don't you just go and give them to 100 content creators and see who does the best and then keep giving them tickets and cut out the shite and people who don't do good call to actions don't get good views, make crap content and don't sell your product. You stop giving them tickets and that leaves the pressure on the creator like me. Yeah. If I'm not doing a strong enough call to action or getting people to sign up with the access I've been given, but Thogden is. They're going to give Thogden the ticket next time. I don't want Thogden no, to get the ticket. I yeah, want to yeah, go to the Champions yeah, yeah, yeah. League final. Do, do you know? So <laughs> yeah, I think star, it's almost yeah. like because I do know that they'll collect data and they do look at the signups you generate. You know, I like, hope so.
1: I hope so. Just in terms of not, not yeah. to do with you, but just in terms of the branding of it. Of yeah, they're a
0: hundred percent. They're on top of it from like their their marketing team. Like they do look at like the numbers yeah. and if it makes sense and if it isn't making sense, you need to make it make sense. You're not getting tickets. Yeah, but yeah. um, yeah, I, I think like I think in I my to close this bit off. I'm fully behind the awareness they're generating I do still think the product is a little bit complex to convert Mm -hmm. at an incredible rate and it's really hard to retain and get people to deposit at the minute, I think if they sort that out and get a fate wallet and simplify the game as much as possible I think it's very hard to simplify and we've all fallen in love with this game we love this game as is but we all understand it it's very, I still think it's a very complex game but that's maybe for another conversation yeah i don't even know how you dumb it down from where it is
1: i there's one thing i think they could add on to the layout of the we'll move on to that that was the next thing the next
0: thing you mentioned to me was the the user interface the the layout
1: yes so let's say you've signed up you've made the, the sign up process is pretty simple right there's you get to the home screen it says sign up you see the cards moving left to right on the screen you sign up you put your email address in blah 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 you're on as soon as you're on, the first place they take you, what they do for me now, I don't know if it's if you don't have a team, is your draft teams, right? Normally, I think you have your sign-up for your drafts. At the moment now, when I go there, it has my home screen. It takes me to overview with my live competitions. Yeah. And then get ready for the next week and then blah, blah, yeah. blah. And then underneath that, you've got the cards, the collections, honor, squads, managers, right? I'm pretty sure then that line. Oh, sorry, so let's yeah. say on the home screen. So you press home underneath so red and you've got yeah, home. So what I've got
0: here. is live competitions and then you've got get ready for the next game week and then yeah. you've got progress to the next level. Yeah. Which is stupid because they're both locked to me. The things that are being.
1: Yeah. Same for me as well. Like I've got the semi pros I can't enter them.
0: So I've got too yeah, many cards. so it's locked. And then your game week, three, it- six, seven seven performance and then play with friends.
1: Yeah. So if you go back up to where the tabs are, you've got the cards, the collections, the honors, the squads and yeah. the managers. Right. First of all, um, for me, squads is just something you make up yourself, right? You can just add in what players you want for a squad. Call it Premier League. You can put all your Premier League cards in there. That's your squad. The second one is managers, which I don't. It's just basically people who have recommended to follow or follow you, mm. right? But there isn't any way to message them unless you go through another, yeah, another why, app. Why
0: would you follow them? Because there's no social. Yeah, there's no, there's no, in. there's.
1: So they're missing the social things. Another conversation. That's another tunnel. We'll go to that another week, another day. So if you were to just look at that straight away, the collections was for the World Cup. So mm. now you can't even access them. You can still buy them, I think, off the market. But so I think maybe that should be taken off or unless they're going to announce they're doing something with collections later on. Honors I like. I think they only added that recently, where you can have a look at what you've won, what you won it in, and when you won it. That's fantastic to have a little bit of a, a you know trip down memory lane. Like, oh yeah, I won this reward back then. Mm. That's great. The cards I'd like, but Again, I've got all my old cards from two years ago still on here. I have to scroll to the bottom. Don't get me wrong. I don't see why they're still on there. They should probably go now. Like, that's I don't, in cards. Yeah, like so. If you go to again your commons in your in your oh, yeah. the so you can
0: so if you go to settings, you can yeah. toggle off like displaying common cards. So that's my that's my prime example right there. You've had to tell me that there isn't anything
1: on here to tell me that. Yeah. And that's not important anyway, the common cards. You can get away with that. So then you go to the next tab, which is buy and sell. I think that's actually fine now. Now they've changed it around a bit. They've put the featured, the buy cards on market, the manager sales, the star packs, right? Mm. That's pretty self-explanatory. And then you have the play. You can either go live or upcoming. Let's just use upcoming, for example. This is where, in my opinion, it gets too muddy too quick. So for their way to tell you, for us, it makes sense because we played it, we've messed around, we've gotten used to it. Try and take a step back and look at it from someone who's just signed up today and mm. gone into it. You've got the the only thing that labels what you can and can't go in is that little box next to select that says show recommended competitions, right? They will also have on there the semi-pros if you can be recommended into them. If you imagine you're new, you should do. So you've got the amateurs all listed as amateur, which is, again, working in the job I do, even if you were to have an arrow pointing, this is where you need to go. People still don't know where to go. Mm. And I know they've color coded it as in like gray is for amateurs. Uh, yellow or gold is limited. Red, rare, super rare, blue. But if you're new, you don't know any of this. I think they need to put it into... So let's say you're brand new. You only have an amateur team. They should not have the limiteds on there yet. You can get them by selecting onto limited and going that way. Mm. But just having that in a box, it says this is where you are you can enter these competitions in that box. And then when you unlock the next bit, you unlock the next box that obviously drops down underneath it. So going back to the amateur thing, you had the Bundesliga, French League, MLS, Premier League, Serie A. Uh, That would be in a box that says, this is for the draft, blah, 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 how it works. I think recently when they added in the amateur thing, they added in the details on how it works. Like You can put in your five common cards, you get a chance of winning up to 200 limited cards in the prize pool, right? (laughs) That kind of makes sense now. That's fine. Beforehand, it didn't really explain it very well and didn't know what to do. I think one thing I would really like them to add, whether that was under the play tab where it says upcoming live, past private leagues or prize pool, or even on the home bit where we had the manager squads, there should be like a tutorial section where it shows you, one, how the scoring matrix works. Because if you're brand new, we assume, okay, if they score a goal, that's going to do very well. If the keeper... Keeps a clean sheet, he's gonna do very well. But I don't know. Like I've only found out by going through like another window. So through a Discord into the Sora community Discord, and going to the FAQs of what like a triple double is in football or a double double. Yeah. How does that scoring work? And for someone that's new, they're not gonna go. I can tell you from my own experience, they don't want to go from one website to another website to another one to get the information they want. I just feel whether they tell, ask you to do it or someone who does content to just do a short one-minute video of the scoring metrics where it would be, I don't know if they have the license to show sort of football highlights, but uh, this is 10 po- 30 points for scoring a goal. As he scores a goal, 30 points comes up. This is for winning a duel, what a duel is, how a triple-doubles won. And you can just have like little videos explain the scoring metrics, for example, and how mm-hmm. that works. Instead of what they are kind of doing is, let's say I get you to sign up, and I'm not available to answer your questions for it. Where do you go? You either go to YouTube or Google, and then you've got to go through, for example, your channel. And I've done a how-to-play-the-game-for-free type thing as well. It's so hard to get all this information into 10 minutes. Yeah. Because once you go into one direction, you then got to explain, okay... just caveats and... Yeah, you've got the cap mode. You've got 400 points to buy X amount of players. You can only buy two players from the same team. If they get injured, you get two swaps every week. Like in, when you play enough, it enough, it makes perfect sense. But for somebody who's new, it just feels like there should be like a tutorial. base. not to take away views from us, you know. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they should. Did they, they
0: release a tutorial recently?
1: Uh, if I did, I haven't seen it.
0: I think they did one recently. Now I don't know how in depth it was, but I remember seeing something with this.
1: I, I know seen. they have like um, you know like with their roadmap, they have the whole breakdown. That's fantastic if you're really into it. But if they're trying to get brand new people on, they need to be spoon-fed the information. Yeah.
0: I remember whenever, because I don't know when the last time you signed up was, right? But I remember when I signed up to create a tutorial back in February or something. It was definitely a little bit better led than I remembered it. But I know what you mean. I think, like, there's a lot more they could do. Like, the score matrix, well, it's... it is in the weeds. I think the beauty of FPL and why it's been so successful is it literally is a case of goal assist, clean sheet. And I mean, there's yep. bonus points, whatever, but no one really gives a fuck if you're playing at a very... Nah. Like, if you come into play in the office, I mean, the nerds care, but I mean, the casual players can get away with goals and assists, celebrate those. Yeah. Um, but I think with, with so there's so much that you can't possibly explain at all. So I think it's about skirting the line of how much do you explain and where is more... Like, how Definitely. readily available is more in-depth information for people who actually want it. So I do, I love the idea because they definitely, you see them using Bundesliga and La Liga highlights in particular. Yeah, they, um, they must have some stuff, sort of right. They must have stuff. But yeah. I mean, if you had the likes of Jeremy Doku, even through three players, or Laird Laird's kid, I don't know if you've seen that, Lairdinho. Yeah, yeah. His kid, fucking dual one, dual one, dual one, left foot goal, yeah, bang. Yeah. Big man scored about 80 points in one run. But like, you know, if you had it where Doku's running past someone and it's plus a point, plus two points, whatever, and then he does this and he does that, a pass point, one point, receives a one, two... Creates a big chance, you and just imagine the, that pl-
1: as a visual aid. It's you know, so- there's, there's.
0: Wait, I think like as almost as a sales tactic. I don't think anyone's going to get like enough information there that they're actually going to ingest it all because obviously there'll be so no, many definitely. different points. But I mean, even just to kind of explain the premise of like tackles are worth stuff, beating people's worth stuff, passing, final third pass. The problem is that it is quite nerdy and in the weeds.
1: Definitely. So I think
0: like. The, Trying to explain it all, you're just going to scare people. So you do need to decide, okay, to what level do we explain this? And what I see them quite often saying is, like, the kind of line they go for is, like, it's not just goals and assists. There's 40 statistics, things like tackles, blocks, passes will also get points, and they'll move on. Because it's like, you're not going to go there and say a high claim from a goalkeeper and a block or a cross or a pass. But the final third pass is different. Oh, but you see if they make a last-man tackle or a clearance off the line, that's worth, like... Uh, that that gets you to a sixty score because that's the decisive scale. and then if they yeah. get another one of those, it goes up to seventy. But then if they lose one, it goes to sixty. Oh no! But the, the tackles and passes are separate. You know, it, it just gets yeah. too much. So I don't even know how they do that. I think it is. It's just like happy medium of being able to find that information easily. The I don't only think... way,
1: the only way I've managed to really get a, a full-on grip of the metric scoring system now is when I've watched a game. I have either so rare or so red data up on my phone while I'm watching. Mm. And, and obviously, the statistics take like a minute to go through sometimes. So you're refreshing. And I go, oh, so that was what this was then, because they mm. missed what they class as a, for example, I always see this all the time now the big ch- big chance miss. You lose five points, or he scores and you get 30, right? Normally, how it works. But I don't know what they decide as a big chance anymore. Yeah, it's I've arbitrary. Seen some...
0: But it is like I... down to the Opta to guy. Yeah, I know. I know
1: they don't. I know they don't dictate that. I know that. So like, but that I don't mind that being in there. I don't have a problem with that. But it's just trying to. I know it's again. It's a live sport. There is an absolute unbelievable amount of outcomes that can happen in one scenario. So it's not like okay, that was a you know he missed the goal, so that's a big Mm. chance missed. That's it. I understand that. But the one the one I really don't understand, and maybe you can give me the information for it, is with a goalkeeper if he makes a save he gets four points, right? Because he gets two for a save and then two for a save in the box. But surely he only saves in the box.
0: Well, no, it's about where the shot's taken from.
1: Is in the shot. It's in the shot. Is in, in the box, is it?
0: Yeah, so like if someone takes a shot from the box, it's a closer shot. Therefore, it should be harder to save. Whereas if Tony Chris pops one at the goal from 35 yards and he saves that, he doesn't get the bonus. is
1: uh, in, he doesn't get the save in the box bonus, do you mean?
0: No, he just gets okay. a save. Ah, uh,
1: now I understand. See, perfect. Yeah. I'm glad you said that for me. Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to work that out for like a week. Then <laughs> watching away well, we so saved there. So that's what I mean. We need like I might look I might come across like an absolute idiot now. No, but I mean really the silly. fact
0: you've thought that means other people have thought that.
1: Surely, right? I'd like to think statistically. Yeah. So I'm not saying I need to break down every single scoring, but just maybe just a quick tutorial on there that you can click and as a video that comes up, like you say, of someone running through who got like sixty points in one mm. move. And they just explain every single one with just a quick imagery, bang, 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 some sound effects, you know how it works. That was that was 30 points because he scored but also got two points for dribbling past this one and a pass here. They can do, that, that won't take too long to do and that, it just, it's just another way to like, get people to understand mm. without feeling uncomfortable and feeling silly that, like, oh, I don't understand how this works. I don't even know I might not play it anymore or something because if you, if you don't feel comfortable in something, you're not going to continue playing it, right? Or you're not mm. going to continue investing your time because you don't know, oh, I don't want to spend time learning it or I don't want to invest my time anymore because I'm a little bit like, oh, okay. Like, I know there's a really bad misconception with the game at the minute, like with the amateurs. I've seen a lot of people moaning on Twitter in general obviously... Not with the go to space to moan in it. It's just too hard to win. It's ridiculous. Mm. But um, if they make it too easy to win, it's just going to destroy the game, in my opinion, in the long run. Mm. And no. I, th- sorry, I, and I just think that people who, who are just playing it for the free side, completely get that was me for a while. Like I don't, I do that, but I don't really. For me, it's like a throwaway team now with the mm. amateurs. I'm sort of like, okay, cool, right? I, I use the amateurs to understand how the game works. Now I understand the game. But... So sort I of took the next step up onto the mm. next step. But a lot of people won't because of what you were saying about the onboarding and transfer of money in and on and off it's the app and thing. stuff like that. For sure. Like, I do think once that's sorted, again, going back to what we were saying before, and with brand awareness, that will just snap into it. It will be a nice, smooth transition. Mm. Hence why they're obviously mentioning it a lot and saying we are trying to fix it. But I just feel at the minute, it's just... It's, it's it's an easy game to get your head around in five seconds but when you actually want to start doing well in it and you want to start understanding it properly there just doesn't seem to be enough information there without having to dig deep for it essentially or yeah. go somewhere else to find it i just feel like with the layout like um with the home and then go to overview straight away i'm not saying they should have like this is your team sort of thing but In terms of having home, it should be like home. I think they should have like a section where it's just a couple of the most recent live market cards on auction or on one thing. The next one is your live team and then underneath that can be honours or something. And then when you go to play, that's when it breaks down into how... So for me, with the live, with the home and the overview, having your live competitions, that should be when you click play, in my opinion. But what comes up is my upcoming team every time. So then I have to switch it to live. I've got to go back Mm. and then it's there. And then I like I like how they've got the scores underneath now. That's so much better. You can see, if you don't know where to look for football scores, you can have a look and go, oh, cool. Like, the team's doing well. But it just seems to be so many clicking actions to get to what I want to get to straight away.
0: Yeah, the problem, like, the problem I, is there's so many different facets to the site, isn't there? You know, you can play. Yes. There's the past, the upcoming, the current. There's the market. There's the new card auctions. There's packs. There's manager sales. And then at home, you know, you have your cards you need to check in on. Your settings, I mean, squads and managers and stuff just seem to, I think... I understand they're there because of the long-term vision, but short-term they just seem to clunk it out. Um, yeah, I think for, as well, but like...
1: going back to like the brand awareness thing quickly, like you're saying, once you get this done to like spoon-feed the general public who don't play it every single day, who are new to it, you can then start adding on the features easily then because you're like, okay, like we, like for example, you know exactly where to go when you want to make a change in your upcoming team or you want to check how your team's doing now if you were to use it straight through so rare in terms of the website or the app on your phone but if you're new they go to the app and i think the app's actually better on your phone than it is on the website
0: i've i've had a few in terms of people who use the app and kind of like it i don't yeah I, bef- I
1: actually i prefer the app for actual when the game's on but in terms of making changes and obviously you can't buy cards off mm. there unless you go on through the actual like safari on your phone but in terms yeah. of layout on the phone i think they've smashed it i think that's really good they just need to sort of nail home a little bit on the home screen on the computer yeah. or the desktop to be a little bit. Simpler. Yeah, I
0: find it a bit clunky, but I always thought that might have. I haven't really thought about it too much because I always thought it was because maybe I'm just OG and I've been here so long that yeah, I yeah, yeah. remember what it used to be like. And this is just. Yeah, this I don't is the need. problem. I, I don't I follow have... my teams here. I follow my teams in So Rare Data. So it's like. Yeah,
1: that's the same for me now because I can't. It sounds horrible to say or bad to say, but I can't stand looking at it through So mm. on a desktop. I just can't. So, I go even on my phone now. I go to So Rare Data because it just updates yeah. everything all the time for
0: you. Well, look, so. we're going to move on. So, you had a new game mode. We'll leave that to the research and development section. But first, I'm going to break it off from So Rare for a second. I'm going to tell you a story that happened last week. So, Nanak, no, like, I got snitched on. I got okay. snitched on by a fucking Italian Nana, a wee granny. I honestly, what? but I got my revenge. I got my revenge, sweet. <laughs> So I get on this plane, I'm going over to Milan, this was last week, get on the plane, minding my own business, I'm travelling a lot these days, so my wee noise cancelling headphones on, you know, I'll go down to my wee seat, not a bother, she's already in her like middle seat and I think her daughter was there as well, I was at the window, so I put my bag up, um, there wasn't a lot of room around, so I kind of budged the wee bag, um, crammed mine in, closed it, whatever, excuse me, can I get in, thank you so much, great, I'm in, seatbelt on, head on my phone, mind my own business. Sitting there maybe 10 minutes, tack, pushes back, starts to taxi, um, and I see this kind of, not commotion, but I see like, I see like a out of my peripherals, I see like a pointing. You know, kind of like a pointing in my yeah, general yeah. direction. But I thought maybe they were looking at the emergency exit, I'd got extra leg room. Maybe they were looking at something to do with the seat in front, I didn't really know. So I turned around to look and see. No eye contact was made, nothing was said to me. Okay. Wonder what was going uh, on there. Back into my yeah. phone. Watching, I think you know, cramming that last bit of internet in before you're going dark for three hours. So, we're continuing taxi now. We're a proper taxiing, like proper taxi speed, like booting it along, getting towards the runway. And typically, what I do is I do go to airplane mode once we kind of get on our runway and we're about to take off. But I do know that they probably say, We'll ask you now, ladies and gentlemen, to switch your phone to airplane <laughs> yeah, mode. Yeah. We kindly ask you, blah blah blah, right? Whatever, but no one of these is a fuck. You know what I always think of it like I kind of think of it like um, mobile phones. Uh, when you're filling up your car with petrol, it's like, look, if it was really going to happen, you wouldn't. It wouldn't like it wouldn't be so easy to do it. You know what I mean if it actually no, was going to kill someone or wreck something, there would be like bigger legislation or or hindrances in place. Like for I, sure, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Is like, it's, I, I get it that it's trust. best practice, but I mean, <laughs> like, you're not, you know. Yeah, so anyway, yeah. I'm there on my phone. Just she, the, the, the we all bitch beside me she clicks the uh, the button above her you know the light that goes on now the cabin crew are all strapped in you know the wee crosses the <laughs> wee jump seats whatever waiting to go and the, the taxi's bumbling along or we're t- bumbling along in the plane and then she has to get up and come down you know she's wobbling along kind of getting to the chair and says sorry what's up and i have my headphones on so i didn't hear any of, of this course. but i seen a wee bit of, and then i seen the hand waving you know the wee like and i yeah oh sorry attention yeah yeah what's up and she went sorry sir um this lady says your phone isn't on airplane mode. Oh, no. Now this is a plane of about 200 people. Everyone's sitting, mind their own business, doing their thing. So my reply was quite literally not to the lady, not to the the lovely air hostess. It was to this old bitch beside me. I, I just was like, <laughs> like, verbatim, what I said was, "Are you having a laugh?" Bearing in mind you're on the
1: flight for how long?
0: Like we've, we'd been on it for like well we were going to be on it for another two and a half three hours. That's what and
1: I and mean. You've been sat next to
0: you the whole time. Oh. So I looked, her, I went. <laughs> Are you having a laugh? You could have just asked me. Literally, could have yeah. just said. She she just didn't look at me. Kept looking ahead, and I was uh. like, "Yes, it's on airplane mode." And to the the. Air did you have desk. to show it? Well, no, oh, I just I kind of yeah. Well, I didn't yeah. have to prove it, but I kind of just did it, and then was like, Under "Right, call. done." And your mom was like, <laughs> "Sorry, whatever." You could tell she was mortified because <clears throat> I'd already had a wee joke with her when I got in the plane, so you could tell she was mortified. She knew I was a nice guy. But this, owl, this one here, right? So I just kind of like... You know, like the... Owl, oh, I, give, I give the wee, like, I'm not happy with you noise. The wee, oh,
1: yeah, of course. Dude. Headphones
0: on, and then purposely went straight to YouTube, straight to the downloaded videos and put it on, hoping she'd call me out, thinking that it wasn't downloaded. Back on it. <laughs> and even, like, onto Twitter, scrolling through stuff that wasn't loading. Do you know what I mean? Just trying to oh, shit. Oh, my like, head games. <laughs> but the, the revenge is coming, right? And then I'll wrap this okay. story up. Yeah. So we're on this plane for whatever... An hour, an hour and a half at this stage. I'd noticed she was wearing a mask the whole time too. So obviously I threw in the occasional cough, just to make her feel uncomfortable. Even You're though I'd a
1: horrible cough. man, yeah, yeah. But this is where
0: I need you to keep me in check. Now you need to realise I've been snitched on. Snitches get stitches, but I'm not punching a granny. So I'm not going to kneecap her either. So what she's going to get is a little bit of petty passive aggression. Okay? So a wee cough, you know, a wee like, pretend to look over my shoulder towards her and we... <coughs> You know, whatever, right? No, I keep saying granny. It makes me sound worse than I am. She was probably yeah, in her 50s. Saying- <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, she's, yeah. she probably could be a granny, but she was well able, you know, as in like she, <laughs> she could... She's
1: digging this hole now. Yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. trying to think of an example. Like she could get herself out of a burning building. She's not like debilitated sure. granny. You know, she's like, you know, we're not quite there yet. Not. I don't know. Because do this is where it gets really bad for me and this really shows my character. But hey guys, I'm at least I'm honest. She got up to go to the toilet. And typically on a plane, when the people outside you get up to the toilet, that's when you go to the toilet because like, yeah. we're all in this together and we're all friends yeah, and sure. like, I'll go as well. And you have that wee moment of, oh, should we all go? And she got up to go to the toilet and I waited until she got back down, sat down, belt, click, <laughs> sorry, can I go to the toilet, please? I need past you. So she had to get back up, get out, and I went down to the toilet. <laughs> I loved it. Absolutely loved it. The most petty revenge I've ever had in my life. I loved it. Uh, the fact that you sat there like, yeah, I'm gonna get it. She's gonna get it. And this. then the minute, you know, like when the planes are coming in the land and you're like, you know, you're not even on the tarmac yet. I had my phone like really obviously in front of me. And Jesus. it was like airplane mode off. <laughs> you know, like it's so funny. But anyway, that that's was my proper, petty that, That's proper petty, yeah. The pettiest thing, thing I've done in my life, but I just thought it was probably my wee story of the week. So that was longer than I expected, but breaks up the so rare back to so rare um pump permission time to pump three players oh, of your yeah. choice An under 23 a bargain and then one who you want to pump so we'll just let you go for it so, try and keep it snappy enough maybe give us the player yeah. two or three reasons on to the next one cool. bang away. uh
1: so straight away going into our under 23 i've gone for elise from crystal palace love it he when i checked he was around 22 euros i'm in euros so what's that about yeah. 20 quid more or less his last uh, seal
0: was for twenty one ninety in pounds.
1: So his contract ends in three years or two years from the new season coming. Uh, Palace have to sell players because they're under the financial restrictions. And I've seen a lot of people are looking at him. Because of his age, he has so much utility as well. I don't think he plays internationally yet. And obviously France is a hard team to break into. So mm. I don't think you're going to have international utility on that. But I picked him up. I think, as soon as he came out as a, a Premier League card. And, again, under Pachaviera, where the Palace were playing very well, now they sort of turn around. He got 100 points a couple of weeks ago, the first under 23 to get three assists in one game. And he looks like he's just loving life. He takes a lot of the set-piece. He takes all the corners. He sort of does 50-50 with three kicks. That isn't going to change next year. He might get a big move. I generally think if they lose Zaha, he's going to stay for another season. And, yes, he's probably a mid-table team. But you know he's starting every single week. You know he mm. can get assists. If they can get firing, you're laughing with that card. Especially for his age and that price. I just can't yeah. see how that's not a win. Under twenty three uh, Just sorry.
0: to kind of bump in, I'll let, you, I'll let you move on very fast, but like under 23 yep. till 2026 20, says it all. And I mean, trust, he's trust. definitely one of those players, like him and Eze always come up as in just like, they're such Mate, classy I'm, players I'm, and fun players to watch.
1: Eze, Eze surprised me the most. I didn't really watch him play a lot. And then I bought his card and then he's you now sorry, ready to get a bit more interested in the team. He, he's just turned into an absolute crazy player all of a sudden under Roy. I'm actually pick him up for like 10 euros. I think he's like 20, 30 now. He's obviously going down because the season's ending. But mm. moving on to our bargain, it's going to be... These are all Premier League players, so you know, but it's Coletta Carr. I think he's around 3 euros, yep. 39. The reason why I really like him is he came from Champions League football last year, went into Southampton... Some reason doesn't play. Obviously, they change the managers a few times. Sort of in and out of the fold now. In my opinion, he's too good to be at Southampton. He's definitely going to be looking to leave because he's lost his place internationally because of what's happened at Southampton. But if he does stay and they go down, he's far too good for Championship as well. So mm-hmm. if he does stay, he's going to be an absolute monster in Championship. And and if he does go, he's going to go back to maybe League One again. I think it was at Lyon or Marseille. I can't remember which one it was now. But he'll he'll be back into Champions League football again, I think, if he goes back. They could you know you know what League guns that they always take their players back once they've sold them for crazy money for the Premier and get them back on the bargain again. Hmm. But I think for three euros, he'd probably be a little bit cheaper when the season ends, but you want to kind of get there before the transfer rumors start spreading about him going or not. <coughs> but I really like Colette Carr. I think he's uh he's he should not be in this situation that he's in. So Yeah. And then the extra, I've got two, so I'll do it really quick. First one is my boy Smith Rowe mm. for Arsenal. He's not playing at the minute. He's gone back to fitness. He was our top goal scorer last season. He's around seven euros. There's not many cards of him are getting printed at the moment. And obviously with list and play, it's sort of become less and less. Um, there's rumours that he is probably leaving in the summer, either on a long season loan or a permanent deal. He'll stay in the prem. I could see him, I could see him getting into a mid-table team easily. And he just runs with the ball. He always scores well when it used to play. He always gets goals. He always gets the decisives if he needs them. And he's only twenty. He's 22 at the moment. He turns 23 when the season starts. So he will not have the utility of being under 23 anymore. But he's so young and so so strong with the ball in terms of driving. It's just silly to let him be that cheap. Because he'll be a bit like Eze, I suppose. If he gets regular game time, he's going to start going up. And Price is going to start mm. controlling games. And the last one was Carl Hain I think his name was Hain he is Estonian goalkeeper for Arsenal as well he plays as a number one keeper I think he's 21 years old for Estonia so he plays internationally right okay it's Estonia but plays internationally he'll get a loan move to the championship I'm pretty sure he'll be a championship starting goalkeeper next season and for like 11 euros for someone it's only turns 22 in April you've got so much obviously how hard under 23 goalkeepers are to have regular spaces I can mm. just see him if he gets that loan move to the championship. He is going to be uh, pretty interesting to watch because he's already number one goalkeeper in international level. So I do yeah. like Heim. I've got a few. I did have a few of them when he first came out, sold him when he played on the international break. I'm going to pick a few more up again and wait to see what happens.
0: Yeah. Well, we know with those under 23 goalkeepers, if there is, if he gets a loan to the championship, like. You're actually talking, talking like 5x serious. in two minutes. Easy,
1: easy, easy. And but um, if he doesn't, it won't. That's the thing, of yeah, course. Buddy. But we've got Ramsdale in goal, and then we've got Turner, who's number two. So I can't see Heinz going in. Heinz just signed a new deal with us. It doesn't end until another three years either. So if he's, he's he's good enough to play internationally, he should be going off the load, in my opinion. And we need to. Free up some of the wages, not like he's on crazy money. But mm. I can just see that in, I can see that championship move going. Yeah. Whether he does well in championship or not, <coughs> who knows? You know how football is. He might have an absolute stinker there and then come back. So, <laughs> but there are f- my three brackets for. No, I
0: like them. I, I liked it. Great, great shouts. Nice and concise. People go and have a check. Do your own research, all the rest. But they all made Please sense. Please do to your me. research. And yeah. Colette Cars is actually one that came up today when I was doing a bit of digging for a video. I looked up 10 Premier League players under a tenner and I didn't pick him, but he was. Mm-hmm in the 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 vicinity he was probably like the 15th of the 10 that i had picked out but anyway so rare r and d research and development what's a feature you'd add to the game and you got bonus points if i've never heard it before
1: so i would like them to add in a thing then maybe not the name but so rare collections league so what it is is you instead of how the draft works you can do this with limited and stuff We'll just keep it for the draft for now so how the draft works you pick two players from each team in that league, right? I would prefer to have, imagine the five major leagues, so all European leagues, so they all finish at the same start, same time, finish at the same time, more or less. You'd have two from Prem, two from Liga, and team from Bundesliga, two from La Liga. And you only have them for the entire season. You can't swap them every week. You can't. Um, say, for example one of your players gets a red card, you can't just go, okay, I'll swap him out and then get back later on, or if he gets injured. Mm. So you kind of stick with that. The only times you can make the changes is international breaks and transfer windows. Because I find what's so rare at the minute is you're basically building your team for that game week. So you have a, if you are got good utility in your gallery, you can do two game weeks every week, right? Midweek and weekend. This would just be like uh, the whole season, essentially, and you'd go through the whole season that way. So, in terms of how it work in rewards, maybe they could implement it if you wanted to do it, you'd pay uh, a thousand so rare coins to enter, so you've got something to put your coins in if you didn't want merchandise or the boosts and everything like that and then it kind of in my opinion it would keep people on the app for the whole season if they if you look at the whole fantasy football thing with the Premier League it's every it's not like you make a change every week, right you've gotta pick your team and sort of wait till the transfer window opens. So you go through that way so and then at the end of it you could get like maybe not a limited card but a one ticket to a game if they got tickets to give away or something like that but the prizes would be like massive if you played the whole entire way there's gonna be people that play every single week so it'd be a really hard competition to win but I think it just keeps people in for the whole season rather than ah oh, two of my common cards this week got injured I can't play them now for this week so I'm just gonna wait till next week then they forget and then they come back a couple weeks later this sort of keeps you engaged for the whole year in terms of football season and then when there is many, an international break how many cards would, would you in have in this Ten. game mode 10 10 <coughs> excuse me so two two from each league basically hmm. so two two from prem two from la liga two from liga and two. i think from the liga. hybrid
0: draft is a fun idea I yeah
1: do. i think they're missing that's the only thing i'd say they're missing in terms of amateur i, I think that's because someone like me like i'm Quote myself as a prem expert, but in terms of like Syria, I only know the best players like mm. your Di Lorenzo's etc. Like I know them. I don't know the lower league ones, so mm. I always have a week where I have like one DMP who I didn't know was not playing because I haven't gone to look. Again, I should have done research, but I haven't gone to look. Where it would be nice to be able to have like a Saka and a Benzema in the same team with Di Lorenzo and someone else all together in a team. Like your mega team, essentially. Mm. I I, I don't see why they can't do that, whether they'd have to print off like special common cards for it or something. But I just feel like it's sort of like week on, week off, okay, when my team's not playing this week. Like when I don't have a midweek team playing, I don't go on so rare, really, Mm. unless I'm trading or looking for my next purchase in the future. So you've got, again, that would be the same with this when an international break, but then you've got like your transfer window to do some research. Will the player that got injured, will it be back when the transfer window shut or the international break's finished? Does he get injured in the international break? Can I swap him out? Instead of making you just swap every week, every two times a week, you would then be a bit more strategic with it. Again, mm. going down the road of being a bit niche and a bit nerdy on it, but mm. I just think it would be nice to have something that's longevity instead of just one week, one week, one week, one week. Yeah, nothing.
0: I think like um, for me it's almost two separate things that you've suggested in a sense where I do. I love the idea of like a hybrid draft where you could do the draft, yeah. but you could pick players from all over the place. Cause that's what Soraya is all about. Literally, it's not yeah. about necessarily sticking the leagues, but maybe in terms of the license and deals with these leagues, they've that's got, the you know, like free to play yeah. league specific stuff. Right. And I do also think we need like a longer term thing. Like I think next season, it would be a massive, massive waste if they didn't do, a Premier League season long game that was free to play that's how you truly poach FPL that's how you truly poach FPL players because if you can genuinely deliver these experiences either FPL becomes more engaging because everyone has the same team you make one decision a week it takes all season you have one bad week and you're fucking shafted um, literally. I think it gets too in the weeds in terms of like the chip strategy. I think captains add too much. For There's a lot wrong with FPL in my opinion. People still yeah, love it. same for me. I um, I don't
1: play it because of some
0: of the problems. And then you're playing all that for like tenth place. I'll get a goodie bag and yeah, a Bluetooth speaker with a Premier League on it. Yeah, it's yeah. just like you know when the guy who won top spot couple of years or a year ago was waiting a year and a half to get his tickets and they couldn't get him tickets and i just think yeah. so could blow them out of the water if they do it right but i think long-term game absolutely needed hybrid drafts absolutely needed how that comes together as a concept you've absolutely thrown something forward but i think it's like it's obviously very intricate so i like your idea i, yeah. I like the, the the essence of what you're trying to bring here Nanik. yeah i think i think long term would be nice to have something over
1: the season so but
0: in terms but- of you had another mode but we are tight on time was there something else you wanted to say like another thing you would add if not just we'll move on
1: uh, I can touch on it really quickly so it's bang it out it wouldn't be for amateurs it would be for people who have the cards so limited, rare, super rare uniques right maybe uniques would be a little bit difficult but I, I don't understand why we don't have cups so yeah, instead cups of having, be fun Instead of a cap two twenty, for example, you can still keep that. But imagine I said to you, okay, for this, you know, like how so red data uh, lineup predictions work? It's between game week three six one all the way to game week for, uh, three six eight. Mm-hmm. So you'd have a one month, so four games where you put in one team. You can't change them out. If you take one out, you cancel your team off, right? And you would enter this cup, and that would be for the four weeks. And then whoever that will be like how they do the limited cards in terms of all-star, etc. You have like a prize pool, right? But you, you that team you enter, you can't change it. You can't change your captain. You can't um, say for example they get injured. That's just your team gone for that week. There's a four week tournament. So once you submitted your team for four weeks, so let's say while I got the Crystal Palace stack, okay, the last ten games are playing bottom of the league. Half it should be easier mm-hmm. games. You do your research that way. It doesn't have to be one team. It can be five different leagues for your limiteds. Or your rares, etc. But once you've locked them in, if you're unlucky that one player got a red card, he misses a game. That's just unlucky that you, you didn't expect that's going to happen. Or, or like what, when AC Milan the down, last week. What? What's
0: what's the downside in that type of game mode? That's a cop over multiple weeks. What is the downside of letting people tinker Like, why would you make them lock them in? Because I just see locking them in leading to.
1: I line think up dead my, after one
0: week, after two weeks, I see as you're mentioning previously about like trying to get people on the app. It makes people disengage. Yeah. So I, sure. I don't see I don't see why you would like make it like locked and like if you're fucked you're fucked. I get, I like uh, the idea of like cups. I like the idea of things over four to six weeks. But I don't get why you wouldn't be allowed to like cheat. The
1: reason why I would suggest that. So let's say in terms of locking them in. Let's let's use PSG for example. You'd like to think most of the games are easy for them in their league. I know they're in a bit of a weird form in a minute, but it's not that. Let's say Mbappe plays against second. You take him out and you put in someone from Syria, like Ushman, who plays bottom of the league. He gets a hundred. Then you swap him out and put Mbappe in because he plays bottom of the league and he gets a hundred. You could that just doesn't make any difference from every week of having whatever all-star mode you're going for. Obviously, the fixtures change, but you're just essentially putting it into a cup but having the same. Mm. Uh, rules and regulations of it the reason why I like the cup is because obviously they're going for this whole list or play thing it kind of ties in with that so let's say you see PSG's next four fixtures and you think oh I've got a PSG stack here they play like pretty easy fixtures you've got a really strong chance of either winning a couple weeks in the the all-star modes or the under 23s or Europe Limited or Rares or you could go for the cup where the prizes might be better but it's harder to win that you could either just lock them into that and then they're locked into that cup. So it's like a, a tournament. It's like bragging rights essentially. Oh yeah. I won this cup because I knew that those four games, they were going to smash it sort of thing.
0: Yeah. I th- like because a-
1: people, people that play limited and stuff or rares or uniques or blah, blah, blah. They're already invested in the game. Yeah. The, 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 tra- the problem they're having in terms of transition is getting from people who don't have a card to going into the card obviously the roadmap with the semi-pro going into the pro with the leagues, and that's fantastic, but a lot of people I know who play it are waiting to win their limited card and then go into it and then see because mm. of the whole the, the the financial side of it which I will think change if, hopefully.
0: If I think of that type of idea as a cup, honestly would I play it? I would find it very hard to tie up decent cards over a longer period if I knew Trust, I couldn't take yeah. them out or tinker, and I also I, would find it hard I'd find it hard to do that um I forgot my second point. I would find it hard to tie cards up in that, and it also means that it's so rare I have to find more rewards, don't they? If there's another. That game is mode.
1: the only issue. Yes, but but I know. But I, know that, I know. Anyway, that just re-
0: trying to say what people are probably. No. I, yes. Great. Right I th- I think cops in general. I like the idea of cops. How it looks. Yeah. Whatever. So, iron, I know like, they do
1: the ticket but, special. You know, that like we've got the, yeah. the Monaco one,
0: for example. Like, I do like yeah. that sort of thing. But like, even that's like a one week tournament. I like the idea yeah, of is. like a cup. You know, like FPL does the cup where it comes in in game week 18, everyone starts, and then yeah. by the end of the game, there'll be one winner. I think yeah. the idea of that in So Rare, where, you know, your All Star Limited team could also be in a cup. So whatever you enter into All Star Limited, it's there its own competition each week. But the score, every week you're tied up with another manager based off that lineup and then over time the grand winner wins three i don't know but anyway yeah yeah i yeah, just yeah. think cups could be fun right time for a couple of listeners questions um i posted very late as i typically do because these podcasts <laughs> we, we go on and off that we don't really need questions too much these days but um you don't have a strong accent like mcbride so so sakar is definitely happy uh we've talked with the me and Barrier center which mcbride asked about how much do you think Soria will grow in the build up to the next European season? Says Jonathan. I think. Um, I mean, by all itself. means, talk about this, but I just think it. It all depends how much they push. It depends. I think if they have a fit. I think if they get the fit wallet in by the start of next season and I push, yeah. I think. I honestly think particularly limiteds because that's where everyone will come in, will be nuclear, and then over the longer term, it's whatever by prices and where they go. It's. I think the liquidity will be like nothing we've ever seen before.
1: Yeah, so, so touching on about the the limited thing. So at the moment, I'm I've got I think I've got like one or two rares. I'm, I'm solely unlimited at the minute because I wanted to understand how the game works, what modes I should be going to enter, like the cap modes, or should I be going into this with the teams I have, etc. But I'm already looking at rares to go to the next level because of the the competition. It's a bit like. um Excuse my language, but all the shits at the bottom, essentially, right, with limiteds in a minute. It seems like everybody's in limiteds. It's better. For me, it feels like natural time to move up to the next ladder or the echelon or the ladder. Um, I've seen someone asked me the other day about, oh, do you think it's the rare prices and the super rares and the uniques are too much? I generally don't. I think I like where they are. I mean, I'm not in them, so I'm going to say this, but maybe the prices could go up, but of course the market going down. But I think in terms of what they offer, I think there was a bit of upset when it first came out about the Cap and Unique not offering enough and the same for Super Rare. But in terms of being able to jump straight up from limited to Super Rare is very difficult. And I actually like that because it stops everybody going straight into Imagine we were all in Super Rare. I know it's nearly mm. impossible because of limited cards, but then it just would bring it down. And then if that goes down, that brings the rest of the market down. So I like that. But with the limited thing, like I find, it's harder to get people to go from amateur to limited than it is to go from limited to any other rarity of the card. Mm-hmm. So, in terms of build up for next European season, I'm saying as you. It depends on onboarding in terms of how easy it is to get on and off, and what they're doing in terms of, let's say, the Premier League announces its fixtures, do So Red do a new promo for that, and do they bring on new people? It depends mm-hmm. on that. So yeah,
0: yeah, it's. I think it's an impossible one. How much does it grow? Is all depend on what they do. I think it um, grows. I generally think yeah. it
1: grows for sure. That I would put my money on it grow. But yeah, I don't. I can't say how much because I don't have the statistics, unfortunately. Yeah,
0: it's it's almost an impossible question. To be honest with you, all the other questions we've kind of touched on, um, yeah, stuff I've seen on restrictions,
1: play one we've covered. So.
0: Yeah. So what I. What I'll ask you now is we'll do the cap cup and wrap up. So give me three players that you think will outscore their cap by the most this weekend. Um I'm gonna I'm, week. I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna upset a lot of Top of the fans. There, oh, so. by the
0: way, sorry, I need to shout out McBride. Um he scored 112 points, which smashed MLS card guys' record of thirty nine. He had Mvogo, who cost zero, who scored forty six, Joe Pedro, who scored sixty two, who cost twenty nine, and Jota, who scored a uh, Diogo Jada, who scored seventy, who cost thirty seven. I think oh, I wonder do we need to have like a minimum price here? Or the minimum. <laughs> I, I didn't think, know, I think yeah. I'm actually going to impose it now. This is an arbitrary ruling, I'm going to decide. Every card now has a minimum cost of twenty five. So it doesn't really okay. affect well, anything done Yeah. But okay. if you've gone for a zero, it's going to cost you twenty five. So minimum cost twenty five oh, yeah. would take twenty five points off as one twelve, which leaves him with eighty seven. So plus eighty seven. Um okay. otherwise everyone would just go for zeros because it makes the most sense. So um eighty seven points for McBride, the record. No, like to me. Who
1: you're? Okay, so I'm gonna to upset Tottenham fans here. I've gone for a Palace stack.
0: Okay, I like and
1: it. I've gone for Zaha, cost 46. I think you'll get about 72. I think you'll get a goal in that, or get a couple of in terms of penalty wins or something fouls. Then I've gone for Eze, who's 49 across, and I think he'll get uh, an assist and a goal, so around 90, 91. And then the last one's Anderson, who's a centre-back. 45 he costs, and I think he's going to get around 62, which is a clean sheet. Maybe a couple of duels here and there. So you're hoping Spurs get absolutely decked? <laughs> who would have guessed the Arsenal fan would want Spurs to yeah. get out yeah. smash. <laughs> yeah. well, and, and, and I've got a, And I've got a Palace fan. And I don't know what Spurs are like at the minute. They seem to go 3-0 down in 20 minutes and then come back, so who knows? Who knows?
0: Well, look, yeah. best of luck. We'll check in on that next week. People can find you at Nanak Gaming. Um yep. is there anything else you want to plug or to say?
1: Uh if you like FIFA content, I do so rare content on
0: the channel. Again, YouTube just at like Anna Game
1: and that's it. And that's it. Thank you very much for having me, John. Right. Appreciate it, mate.
0: No worries, my guy. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to everyone. Drop a like, subscribe if you're on YouTube, and if you're listening on audio, just leave a review. It helps out big time or share it. Get involved uh, on social. Give us some shit or tell us you enjoyed it. <laughs> we'll see you soon. Bye bye.